Hello, everyone. Welcome to Made to Dream. I'm your host, Maya Chanel, and here we share stories from women around the world to inspire, empower, and encourage women and young girls to dream without limitations. Today, I have the ultimate pleasure of speaking with Ms. Natalie Cermelli, and I'm very excited to hear her story. She's a female guide, so you know this podcast is all about women, all about the things we've had to overcome, endure, and how we are breaking free from those suppressions. So hi, Natalie, how are you doing today? I'm doing awesome. I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, So I want you to go ahead and let the audience know a little bit more about you and what you do. Oh, yeah, sure. So um, uh, my name is Natalie, and I guide women um, back to their innate feminine power through a number of energy tools and um, working one-on-one and in groups. And I run an organization called Tribe of Wolves. And Tribe of Wolves is a collection of women, all ages, who are looking to ignite or unearth their own feminine power in order to create a better world, in order to push more love. Because we all know the world is a mad freaking place right now. (laughs) And it is my belief, it is my mission to get women standing up in their power Mm -hmm. so we can create this lasting ripple effect of love and light and awesomeness and freaking badassery. Um, So we can create the change we want to see. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's, I think, why I'm here on this planet. And it took me uh, many years, I think, I'm 44, Um, to kind of get to this place and um, what my dream for the young women who are listening to your podcast is that it doesn't take them that long and that they Mm -hmm. are seated in their power from an early age. I think that's important because and it it doesn't really matter how long you take to get there as long as you get there I think that's the main point um, that's being made and being able to step into that space and bring it down to a younger age so that it does come across at an earlier age, at earlier stages. I think that's important in your gift as well. So let us know a little bit more about how you got started on this journey. Yeah, sure. Um, So I was 38. I was a mom of three kids, still am. Um, I was married, God willing, I still am. But like all, (laughs) all of that, I was at a place in my life where I was like so numb, so overwhelmed, bitter, angry, like just unhappy in my life. And it was like, I looked around, I had every single thing I ever wanted or needed, right? Mm -hmm. I had a roof over my head. I had my health. I had the health of my my children, but I was unhappy. Mm -hmm. And uh, I couldn't figure out why... I was unhappy if I had all the things I thought I wanted. Mm -hmm. And um, I decided, well, at first I thought that I should get divorced because Mm -hmm. naturally it was my husband's fault. Um, Right. Because, you know. Because, you know. Right? (laughs) Right. They're the problem. (laughs) It is so, it is so his fault. Um. And what happened was I I dove into yoga a little bit. I dove into meditation. I kind of like dipped my toe into the spiritual Mm -hmm. world, which for me 
um, was very hard because I grew up with all boys. I'm the youngest in my family and I'm like very tough Uh and, um, anything spiritual or soft made me very uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Um, but when I started doing the slowing down and like trying to figure out what the hell I wanted, Mm -hmm. I kind of started to crack and this kind of like powerful, badass woman, Mm -hmm. um, who was underneath a lot of armor, like a little bit of light started shining through Mm -hmm. and I started to get to know myself in a new way. And what I realized, which is the hugest piece of this puzzle is that all of my power, uh, all, everything that I thought made me a powerful woman, Mm -hmm. I thought was outside of me. So like a powerful career, like having, being all buttoned up, um, that was all BS. Mm -hmm. And my real power was inside me. Right. It had nothing to do with my job. It had nothing to do with the way I looked. It was all internal. Mm-hmm. It was internal. And like, that's why I'm, I'm doing this work so I can engage with women and have them slow down mm-hmm. and recognize that their power is not outside. It's not outside of ourselves. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's right here. I mean, right. Right? We We're hold so much power and we don't even know it. <laughs> What's that? I said we hold so much power and don't even know it. Yeah. No. no. And crazy. you know, it's not our fault. Like mm-hmm. we grew up in this like white patriarchal culture, right? Where mm-hmm. it's like we're taught we need to do things a certain way, right? Right. <laughs> it, it pisses me off when I look right. back at my history and I was told to like sit down, to be quiet. Children should be seen and not heard. Mm-hmm. Um, all of our wildness is tamed out of us by the time we're 10. Mm-hmm. And then it's like- Our curiosity shot, <laughs> gone. Right? We're taught that like pleasure is, is gluttonous. We're taught that like all of these things that are our natural born rights, mm-hmm. you know, we're not allowed to live that way. You know, our life is, is like this straight and narrow path to achieving and, um, you know, getting good grades and following mm-hmm. the path of the American freaking dream. But then like you get to 38 and you're numb and kind of right. angry, right? And you're like, you didn't really explore or live life or do what it is that really makes you happy. Totally. We are so disconnected from our desires. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. And if you can follow that thread, that's where the juice is. Right. I think the most important thing is kind of like rewiring our brain to kind of think that certain things are okay. Just like you talked, you know, we're taught to be the sweet little girl or we're taught to just be kind of submissive. Don't really speak out. You know, you know, you're not really the one who is supposed to be making decisions and different things like that, that we're kind of taught from a young age being a girl. And it's just like, it's 
it's all wrong. We should be able to have a voice for ourselves. And we're seeing things change in today's society and it can be even better and even bigger and even more powerful if we start, you know, from a younger age, encouraging girls to speak out, encouraging them to ask questions, encouraging them to explore. Yes, yes, yes. I think we're, we're taught to look for answers. Like, I know when I was a kid, I kind of thought that everyone knew more than I did. Mm -hmm. right that like everyone had the answers and I was looking around myself saying like do you have the answers and maybe you know better like no one ever told me that like I had the answers for me mm -hmm. no one else has right. the answers it's like being in school and you know you have a question about something but you th just because no one else is raising their hand you kind of like okay everyone must know the answer so I'm just gonna sit back I don't want to look crazy or stupid <laughs> That was so me, that was so me. And then, you know, you spend, the longer that goes on, right? Mm -hmm. You just think, wow, how am I the only woman who doesn't know all these things? But mm -hmm. really like part of the beauty of this work is mm -hmm. that when you start to use your voice and be like, I don't get it, or I want more, right? Mm -hmm. I want more of whatever it is. I want more freedom, more joy. Mm -hmm. You unite the women around you, right? Mm -hmm. Then everyone's like, oh, yeah, me too. Wait a second. Right. Like, I want more. I want more. And mm -hmm. all of a sudden, like, hopefully there's this, like, collective of, like, badassery that stands up and is like, wait a minute. This isn't working for any of us. Right. This isn't working for any of us. Like, we and not even to mention some of the um, things in, that deal with women specifically, things that deal with our bodies. We don't even, we're not even allowed to ask questions about that. Oh, you know, God. it's kind of like, okay, like, why are you talking about that? Like, come on, it's something that happens to all of us. <laughs> like, can we, I mean, can we talk about pleasure for a minute? Sure, go ahead. Okay, so I think especially for your audience, if there are some younger women listening, like no one ever told me that I should be exploring my own body before another human being explores my body, mm -hmm. right? It's like right. you partner up and you're like, oh wait, am I supposed to like that? Right. <laughs> I'm not sure I like that, but I'm not sure I have the chutzpah to actually say I don't like that. Right. I haven't spent enough time with myself mm -hmm. because we're not taught, right? Right. Every, that's kind of like a topic that it's like, oh, you shouldn't be even asking about that at all. That's like a big no-no. <laughs> that is like, I um, run a Facebook group. And a few weeks ago, I asked, I polled the audience. I said, what do you, what do you call, you know, your bits? Right. And everyone's like, my privates, my, and I'm like, no, like, that's your vault. Pocketbook. <laughs> my pocketbook, <laughs> right? Yes. The swipe. <laughs> I love that part in WAP. Anyway, that's one of my favorite songs. <laughs> Right. We digress. But, <laughs> like, what do you call it? Like, we're so like, like, oh my god! Like, don't say the word. <laughs> so 
We're so shy. And it's the seat of our I'm power. Like, why? Why? That's the seat of your power. Mm-hmm. That is like, God made that. Mm-hmm. God made it for you. Mm-hmm. And Listen, it's powerful in so many ways because just think about it. Like it controls things. It births things. Yes. I mean, something that even cleans itself. Okay. <laughs> I love where this conversation is going. I love it. Yeah. It's, um, it's the seat of our power. It is the creation of the universe. It is holy. It is divine. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's powerful and mm-hmm. it is uniquely woman. Right. And it's like, you know, society has kind of like formulated these things where as women, we don't question things. We aren't allowed to even be comfortable within ourselves. And it kind of trickles down to our confidence in ourselves, our confidence in our our questions and things that we do in life, you know, it kind of just leads to different areas of our life to diminish us in a sense. Yes, yes, absolutely. It's like when you're connected to yourself, you're connected to your power, you're connected to your voice, Mm -hmm. right? You're connected to your desires. Like if I don't have the, the confidence to actually speak my desires, Mm -hmm. right? To say what I want, like we're not gonna we're not gonna get there no never if we don't we don't speak up for ourselves no one else is going to speak up for us we're in a world where men feel like they should be making decisions about our body oh god and if we don't speak up for ourselves they're going to continue to you know, create the narrative for what a woman should be in this world. They've already created the standard of beauty, you know, all the rules that we have to abide by. That yeah. was definitely not created by a woman. I know that, <laughs> listen, I know no woman sat here and said, oh, you need to shave your legs every day. I know no woman <laughs> sat yeah. here and said all these things that we're just like supposed to do for it to be beautiful. Who created raisins anyway? I I don't know. We need to do some research. Like, who actually (laughs) told us we needed to shave our legs? Like, when did that start? Like, honestly, um, they show how the standard of beauty has definitely changed in different decades and the things that started, like, especially, like, you know, the eyebrows thing. At one time, they were pencil thin. One time, they were super bush, like, Listen, I'm a serious bush. <laughs> Listen, I love my eyebrows the way they are. <laughs> I'm not about to keep on adjusting to someone else's standard. Oh, no, it's exhausting. Mm-hmm. It is exhausting. Yeah. So what, so what is some of the biggest things that you teach your tribe um, yep. in finding their power? What are some of the top three things that you teach them? Um, let's see. So I would say the first thing we talk about is slowing down, right? Mm-hmm. Like we have to step out of the hustle, right? Mm-hmm. You're filling your days with to-do lists because we've been trained, right? Mm-hmm. It's like the more you do, the more you achieve, the mm-hmm. more you climb the ladder, the BS ladder, right? right. And 
you have no time to actually explore what's inside of you. Mm -hmm. So like the first thing we talk about is slowing down, mm -hmm. right? And making the space to do the work, mm -hmm. right? I think it's kind of been a, like, I, I don't mean to cut you off, but I think that in a sense, slowing down has to do with the fact that women have, you know, we've been in this race to kind of sort of catch up and it's yep. like, we're racing, trying to catch up so fast that we don't even realize that we're burning ourselves out. Totally. And so this brings me to the second piece is that in order to get to where you want to be, you know, whether it's like in your career or in your love life or wherever, mm -hmm. there's a way to approach it that's like less work, mm -hmm. right? It doesn't need to be so hard. So when we learn about pleasure, and I don't just mean like sexual pleasure, but like the spectrum of pleasure, mm -hmm. the energy with which we do things, mm -hmm. things that you want to get done can be done in a pleasurable way. So right, like, just relaxing. <laughs> well, this conversation is a great is a great example, right? Mm -hmm. This is my job, and this is your job. Mm -hmm. And what are we doing? This talking is talking really about fun. both of them and this having a conversation, really right? This is fun. We're connecting. Mm -hmm. We're connecting. Who knew that I could have a career where I got to get onto? my computer and have real converse, juicy, real conversations about the stuff that lights me up. Mm -hmm. Like this is how we achieve what we want to achieve in a pleasurable way. Mm -hmm. Right. Because I could be in a boardroom. Right. <laughs> Bored to death. Literally. <laughs> dudes, like in my old, you know, in a prior career of mine, like, mm -hmm. but I chose this instead. Mm -hmm. Like I'm choosing the path of pleasure. Right. So it's like slowing down, choosing the path of ple pleasure, and then like really getting down to what our desires are. Mm -hmm. so I like, think it's important because as women, a lot of times we don't take the time to just do things that we like. To, because sometimes society tells us that, oh, no, that's not going to work. Or why would you want to do that? Um, you know, you know, that makes no sense at all. Different things that are being told to us and it kind of shoots down our dreams, shoots down our passions, our purposes. And we're in a sense of just conforming and yeah. doing things that make us unhappy. And we yeah. live an unhappy life. I, I feel like it even it goes beyond the individual right like it is it is your right i mean it is your it is your job as a human being to be mm -hmm. living in your dharma to be living in your purpose you're here mm -hmm. for a reason and if you're not living the life you're supposed to live then mm -hmm. you're not igniting the people around you mm -hmm. if you're not living your true purpose, you're not pushing the love into the world that you're supposed to be pushing, right? right? Like, I think it goes to say, like, let's say, you know, you're starting your own business, you do something that you love. If you're working a corporate job, you do something that you feel like you can make a change within. So let's say you're working in pharmaceuticals, you're yeah. trying to find a cure for something, do something that you're passionate about, something that has meaning to you, you know? Yes, and that's the only way you're gonna excel, right? Mm -hmm. 
Like you are not going to, you know, have this, this luscious life, this successful life, whatever you call that, if you don't have that desire built into it. Right. Otherwise, no you're going to come home every day and complain about the day you had. <laughs> no, right? So this is an, another piece of it, um, you know, the work we do in Tribe of Wolves is, you know, the focus, focus on the positive. And I don't mean like spiritual bypassing, telling you that like, oh, it's all going to be okay because God's going to take care of it. Because mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes I feel that way and sometimes I think it's BS. But I mean, I feel like it's a, it's a 50-50, like you have to put in the work as well. You have to have your faith but you have to put it in the work as well or it's not going to work. Exactly. And to be like focusing on, focusing on those small positive actions that you're taking every day. Right. So it's Mm -hmm. not just theoretical, but it's like every day taking a little step closer to that dream that you want. Like Mm -hmm. you're not not just going to pray on it. You're going to actually take action, take the action. Um, so there's so much that goes into this, but, mm-hmm. um, it really is like, you know, it's mindset shifts. It's a little bit of prayer and spirituality. It's a little mm-hmm. bit of recognizing the divine inside of you. And it's being around women who are doing the same work. Right. right? It uh, makes it, it makes it more accepting or, um, okay to actually ask these questions and do this work. I think that's what we're all looking for. Um, let's say like as women, um, you know, okay, like let's see if these women over here are going to speak up, but sometimes you have to be the one to take that lead and be able to lead other women to use their voice, use their power and speak up. Yes. Yes. And when you're doing it with other women, it's like magic, right? I mean, you're with, you know, other, a dozen other women who have your back, Mm -hmm. who are like, yes, yes. Keep going. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's hard. I'm going to hold you in your grief. I'm going to hold you in your rage. I'm going to hold you in your power. I'm going to hold you in your pleasure. Like Mm -hmm. you just, you're getting, you know, feedback from every angle and like people are pushing you further along. Like it Mm -hmm. takes all of us lit up, right? It takes all of us lit up and like continuing to push each other. Right. I think if we encourage and uplift each other, like the world is ours, honestly, the world is ours. We have the power to do it. It's just that we're not using it. Yes. We're afraid. We're honestly afraid to use it. And sometimes we don't even recognize that we have, it's like having a superpower and not even knowing that you have it yet. So there's this quote, do you know, Marianne Williamson, the, um, spiritual leader, um, Mm -hmm. she, she wrote a book called the return to love, which Mm -hmm. anyway, it's an awesome book. I'll send you the link to the book. Yes. I love reading new things. Oh, she's amazing. Um, but she, there's this quote in her book, and I'm going to totally botch the quote, but it's something like, we're not afraid that we don't have enough power. Mm. We're afraid of the power we have. Honestly. Right? It's like... But it's like, why are we afraid? I don't understand. You know why? Because we've been raised to like not rock the boat, right? Mm. Because when you sit in your power... Not shake things up. <laughs> 
you're going to piss people off. Mm-hmm. You're going to piss people off, you know, and maybe the people that raised you, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe the people closest to you because you've been living in a box, mm-hmm. right? You haven't been living the fullest expression. And the minute you start to like stand up, mm-hmm. they're like, whoa, 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 sit back down. Exactly. <laughs> You're making us, you're going to make people uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like, what is she, what is she doing over there? We had it all good. We had it all buttoned up and now she's mm-hmm. like making me feel uncomfortable. But it's like, once you stand up in your power, then like everyone else is like, well, I want that. <laughs> I want what she has. Right. Honestly, it's just having strong women show their power, live in their power and encourage other women to use theirs is a force in itself just to, you know, but then it's like, sometimes we have things happen where it's just kind of like makes women just sit back down. And it's like, come on, like, we can't, we can't do that. You have to continue to fight it through. Yes. 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 You have to keep standing up. And for women who are like midlife, like me at 44 to reach my hand down to the younger generation and be like, no, stand up, no sitting. Mm-hmm. We're, we're igniting right, right. because you and the thing is we have we actually have so many women that push women to sit down and oh. it's sad oh it's sad yeah because you know what they're in pain like they need healing they mm-hmm. don't know their own power there is right. enough for everyone right there mm-hmm. is enough for everyone it is everyone can be powerful in their space Totally. Like I, I was looking at um I don't know if you've ever um heard of Jeannie May. No. She's on I think it's the View. She was talking about um you know being submissive in her marriage and you know sometimes you have different words that are taken out of context and the way that she explained it was you know she's a boss in her everyday life like sometimes like she wants to be led but it's not to say it diminishes her power in any type or way or form, because it's not like she's going to just let someone walk all over her or tell her what she's going to do. But sometimes it's, you know, you want to have someone that, you know, leads you in your marriage or something like that. It's not to say that you lose any of your power. When you get married, you should not be in a relationship. You should not lose any of your power. It should only fuel you to be more powerful. To yeah. be able to make a choice and a decision because so many people aren't able to do that. Well, there is beauty in leaning on your partner, mm-hmm. right? There is beauty in surrender, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, there is beauty in being able to receive pleasure from another human being or receive mm-hmm. love or receive mm-hmm. gifts or receive compliments, right? right? Like we are not like what she's saying is like, it's mm-hmm. okay back seat because that's actually a very powerful place to be yes kind of like the queen right yeah you're like in control and you're just watching over everything and seeing everything through yes you're like okay yeah i'm gonna sit back and let all you people do the work i don't need to be all like doing everything all the time no i think that's where we get we um come into the wrong space where we feel like we're supposed to be doing everything and it happens a lot in business as well. 
um, especially when you're starting out and growing your business, a lot of times some people don't know how to relinquish the control and to delegate things to others just because they feel like it's not going to get done the same way they do or they need to have their hands in everything. You can't grow until you relinquish control. And where you see your, you know, zone of geniuses, you know, if you know where your power comes from, if you know what you're really, really good at, mm -hmm. you're there. All right. And you let everyone else do the other stuff mm -hmm. and you stay in the sweet spot. Mm -hmm. That's like truly knowing yourself, right? Right. Truly well, knowing yourself, like staying in that sweet spot, like in being the queen and mm -hmm. letting everyone else kind of take care delegating everyone take care of you i think you know we're we're taught to be the nurturing caretakers and honestly it, it you can do that but you have to just let things some things go sometimes you yeah. have to relinquish some of those responsibilities yeah. well we give we give we give we give right like women mm -hmm. we're, we're taught by our moms and our grandmoms right. that, that giving is the way and mm -hmm. like receiving makes us uncomfortable, right? Mm -hmm. If someone said to you, you are the most beautiful woman in the world. Mm -hmm. I mean, most of us would be like, oh my God, like, don't say that. No, it's you. <laughs> I learned something in like some, um, in some training I did a couple years ago, um, when someone gives you a compliment, mm -hmm. the proper response is, Yes, it's true. <laughs> I love it. Right? I love it. Right? Not even just like, you know, yeah, thank you. Yes, that is very true. Thank you. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, practice that. Yes, mm -hmm. it's true. Like, it's simple, <laughs> but it, like, it just, it, oh, it seats you in that power, right? It mm -hmm. seats you in that knowing that. No, definitely. I am gorgeous and I'm going to take that compliment or yes, my ass looks fabulous in this dress. Like <laughs> I'm going to own it. Yes. Own your beauty, own your power. Own, take the compliment. Don't shy away from it. Like don't oh. do that. No, don't do that. So, so if you had to say one thing to women and girls around the world to inspire them to dream without limitations, what would it be? Oh God. One. Oh God. Um, I would just, I would want, I would want to tell them, don't, don't doubt yourself. Don't doubt yourself. Mm -hmm. Like you, you know everything that is right for you. No one mm -hmm. else. Else. Like mm -hmm. you are, you are the queen. You have all the answers. That's it. That's a lot that I just said, but <laughs> Like, no, it's, it, if you really think about it, like sometimes just being able to have all the answers, it makes you more sure in yourself. And that's one thing that I myself have had to work on is being sure with myself and my answers and the things that I want. And that required me to dive deep within myself and to know what it is that I truly want and not to sit here and say like, what do you want to eat today? Oh, I really don't know. You know, whatever is fine with me. But if I want crab legs that day, then I should say crab legs. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Because there's probably seven other people that also want crab legs. Mm -hmm. 
And like, and you're gonna be like, wow, that's a good decision. Okay, yeah, let's go get them. <laughs> we should just get what we want, you know? Right. We should have the crab legs any day we want the crab legs. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's that simple. Mm-hmm. It's and like, sometimes we have to make decisions to say, you know, I want this and this. Why should I have to make a choice? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why? Yeah. If I want someone that has this quality and this quality, why should I have to settle for just one of them? Oh yeah, no, there's no settling. No. This no, is no. this is the God piece sometimes that I that I go back to when I think about mm-hmm. like in relationship. It's like you just into all the women out there, the young women who maybe want to be partnered up but aren't partnered up yet. When you mm-hmm. think about the partner you want, like wait wait for it. Mm-hmm. Like, like it will get no rush. There's no (laughs) rush. rush. I think it's more when you find yourself is when you not necessarily find that person, that person finds you because it's kind of like you, the energy attracts. attracts. It's a magnet. Find the confidence within yourself. You find the power within yourself. It'll just happen. It will just happen. And there is no settling. It's like, it doesn't feel right. It ain't right. <laughs> At all. At all. At all. Move on. Yes. Before we close out today, I do want to give you the opportunity to allow the audience to know if they want to reach you, if they want to join your group, if they just want to follow your journey, how can they do that? Sure. Um, well, my website is www.tribeofwolves.co. Um and I can be found on Instagram at Tribe of Wolves. And um, yeah, I have a Facebook group. So find, look up Tribe of Wolves on Facebook, find me there. We're always inviting in like luscious, delicious women who wanna dive deeper and dive mm-hmm. into their feminine power. Um, we do a lot of teachings in there. So um, everyone, everyone's welcome in there. Love it, love it, love it. And you know, as always, though, that information will be in the show notes. Um, we do thank you once again, Natalie, for sharing your story. It was very, I, I love this conversation. I really, really loved it. I feel like we truly um, felt like we've known each other forever and we just took a deep dive into womanhood in general. I so I thank you, thank you, thank you so much for sharing your story with us here today. Oh, my absolute pleasure. So happy to be here. Awesome. Well, we thank everyone once again for tuning in to Made to Dream. I'm your host, Maya Chanel, and we'll see you next time.